Welcome to the Third Out Thursday podcast. Welcome to our 50th episode. I am Agent Nicole, who's currently locked up for looking at Benedict Cumberbatch's dick. And as always... (laughs) Well, that's right to the point. <laughs> no beating around the bush there. Say. Quite literally. Yeah. You know, that's that's about 50. You know, it's our 50th episode. Might as well just get to the point because, you know what? It's our 50th episode, assholes. And I'm excited. Oh, that's and right. We That was a thing. Episode 50, a thing. asshole. No, we should bring it back. And yes. I am still locked up because I am just really bad. But as always, I have my wonderful co-host. First on the list is the one who still doesn't have a voice, who just is coughing up along, who just is a pain in the ass, Patsy the Angry Nerd. Yeah, that's me. I coughed up like a big chunk of something about the size of like one of them kiwi fruits, but... I don't feel anything missing, so... I was I, I was just going to make a Twin Peaks reference, but you guys <clears> are <throat> in season three, so I can't make that reference. No. No, but he's he's moving on up to the east side because he's wheezy. <laughs> uh, All right, let's just, let's just say, if you laughed at that joke, that's actually my joke that I make all the time because she has asthma and uses an inhaler. Yeah, no. I have I have asthma, so he makes fun of me, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That's what he's admitting to. Yeah, she'll say, but, she'll say, "Can but, you grab my inhaler? I'm a little wheezy." And I said, "Oh, this, are you moving on up?" This is why you don't get pie or mm-hmm. ankle in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, this is why you don't get any of that. Well, that's because and I'm sick. Our wonderful other co-host, <laughs> the luscious, luscious of my life, the mistress of Merlot. Ashes One Nightmare. Hello! Happy 50th episode, guys. That's pretty exciting. I feel like I'm 50. You look like you're 50. Yeah, that's actually an improvement. (laughs) (laughs) And always, our wonderful producer who is bootylicious and has a velvety, not Beverly voice, Johnny Wolfenstein. I think I need to rewrite my contract. <laughs> I promise we'll feed you. That's that needs to be on my contract. Hey, I'll take it. All right. So, happy 50. I know, I just keep saying happy 50. How are you guys doing? How's everything in the studio? Because, you know, I'm stuck in prison. Well, Patrick is still alive. <laughs> Barely. Damn. You have your insurance check yet. I don't have life insurance, so ha uh, uh. Working on it. See, I gotta make sure that I time it out right so it doesn't look suspicious. You know, you don't wanna take out you don't want to uh take out the life insurance policy and then kill him. You need you need ample time between the two so you don't look suspicious. True, true. I see your point. Oh. Well, today we have a very special 50th. Um, before we get into our main discussion where we are basically recasting our own Gilligan's Island as we are, each of us become Gilligan and we have to cast our Skipper, our Ginger, our Marianne, and so forth, I have a question to propose for everybody. So earlier, you know, following the theme of being stranded on a desert island, Let's say, what? Let's okay. So my idea was, we all have to pick this thing. So we pick a book, 
pick a movie, pick a television show, a snack and a drink that we would take and we would have to, you know, have for the rest of our lives on the desert island. Water is going to be there. That was already a pre-recommendation. So water, you have water no matter what. So around the table, what would be the book that you would have with you on that desert island? Who wants to go? You want me to go first? Um, I would say The Stand because there's a lot to it and it's a long book and it takes a while to get through. Okay. Ashes? I would probably have to go with my favorite book, which is called Disco Bloodbath. It's recently, well, not recently, within the past 14 years when the movie came out, uh, been renamed Party Monster, and it is by James St. James. It is about the club kids of the nineteen late 80s, early 90s, and about the murder surrounding Michael Alec. Nice. I like that. And for me, I picked the book of Nine Stories by J.D. Salinger. It's a collection of short stories. It's really good. It's one of the, my favorite books that I've read in high school. And, you know, there's nine different stories. So there's nine stories that I can get through and not have to read the same one over and over again. Um, next on the list is movie. What movie would you have on the desert island? Is that to me again? Are we going in the same yeah. order? Yes, same order, sorry. This one was a really tough one because there's so many, like, really good movies. Um, like, so much, you know, do we want something with action? Do you want something? Uh, but I'm going to have to go with uh, the original Rocky because nothing gets you motivated to, like, go out and do stuff like a good Rocky montage. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with that. Awesome. Ashes? Mary Poppins. Is anybody surprised? Anybody? Anybody? No. No? (laughs) (laughs) For me, I pick Spaceballs. I like a good Mel Brooks film. All right. Next one is television show. What would you have on the desert island? Uh, I'm going to go with Game of Thrones because uh, I've started rewatching it. and There's so much detail that I forgot about. And there's a lot of them. So I guess by the time it ends, there won't be quite as many. So there's, what, 60 episodes? There's going to be another 13. So 73 shows. Mm -hmm. You're looking at about 80 hours worth of uh, material. Really? No Simpsons? Oh, I'm going to be honest. Desert Island, and there's no boobs in The Simpsons. (laughs) Okay. Ashes? Uh, Sex in the City. It's my favorite TV show, and I watch it like it's the only TV show that is has ever been like filmed ever. So I feel like a big jerk now. Still, <laughs> no, <since it's> last <laughs> week. <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't like. No, it's it's one of those. Honestly, <laughs> I um, started watching Sex in the City. I want to say uh, during the last couple of seasons, so I had a lot to catch up on. I started watching it in college. And I, too, wrote it off initially. I was like, oh, you know, these self-obsessed, you know, stereotypical, like, women, you know, crying into their ice cream and, you know, obsessing over over men. And once I actually watched it, I watched one episode, I was hooked. Because while it's kind of 
I mean, it, it's not far off from that, but there's so much more to it, and the characters are very well developed, and the storylines, while you know, super like they're super realistic, but there's also a for the time, like the late '90s, early 2000s, um, uh, a feminist undertone to it. Like you know, some of the characters, like Samantha Jones, she's for lack of a better word, a whore. You know? <laughs> uh, but, you know, she she likes to have fun. But they don't really criticize her character for that. You know, they just kind of accept mm. it because that's what, you know, that's who she is. And, you know, it's... Uh, so, yeah, Sex in the City. It's my favorite show. I watch it obsessively anyways. I know every uh, episode by heart. And, <laughs> I mean, it depends on what it... Like, sometimes I watch it for the stories. Sometimes I just watch it for the shoes. So... You know what's yours oh this one was a struggle for me because there's to- so many television shows like game of thrones was on my list um twin peaks was on my list as well but for me i would go with i love lucy just because it's such a nostalgic thing for me it's something that i grew up since grew up with as a little kid and i still watch it to this day and i'll never get sick of it and i'll never i'll it's just a big part of who i am and I just love Lucille Ball in the in this amazing role and for me I'd rather be laughing with tears than just crying my brains out from like sad stuff so it for me it'd be I love Lucy um next would be what 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 snack would you have on the desert island well it would be it would have to be something that you know um I couldn't normally get you know like you know seagull jerky or something like that um, because you regularly eat seagull jerky? Well, no, seagulls would be on the island. I'd be, you know, some sort of, you know, seabird. I'd be able to catch the seabirds and make jerky of them. Um, by the way, uh, seagull, jerky, uh, omelets, mm, perfect. Um, so- Wait, Really? Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, it would have to be something that I wouldn't normally be able to get. Uh, there would be a lot of tropical fruit and stuff like that. You know, uh, coconuts, bananas, mangoes, uh, dragon fruit, fish. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to go with uh, low-salt potato chips. I knew you were going to pick that. Yeah, and I know what you're going to pick. It's like you guys live together. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do we know each other? Uh, I saw you at my house the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 seeing as you... What's mine, then? You're going to say... It's one of two things. It's either going to be baked Cheetos or smart food. I went with smart food. Yep. <laughs> White cheddar popcorn smart food see i'm trying to go vegan or at least you know um vegetarian ish well you know uh promote more of like a, a vegan diet and i want to say my my diet right now is about 55 to 60 percent vegan and i'm trying to get to the 75 percent i mark. just want to point out that i am not going vegetarian because i love animals i'm doing it because i hate plants but one of the okay. reasons why I'm having such a difficult time, you know, uh, being more vegan-esque is uh, smart food, popcorn, 
white cheddar. I love it. I could seriously like just mow down on a bag. It's so good. Oh my god. If you guys love me out there, send me smart food. <laughs> just send me smart food. All the smart food. Does anybody know anybody who works for like the company that makes smart food? Because we could become best friends. And if you get free smart food, like that would be amazing because then we could be best friends and then I could get free smart food and then like I'd weigh 800 pounds, but that's okay because, you know, smart food. So they didn't call it stupid food. They call it smart food. I wonder if we can get sponsored by smart food because it just, we'll I would see. totally doubt that. I'm going to look into it. You look into <laughs> <laughs> Throw it out Thursday, sponsored by smart food. So what about you, Nicole? Oh, my God. I was thinking of ice cream, but then I was like, well, it's going to melt really quickly, and I wouldn't do that. And sometimes I shouldn't be eating too much dairy anyways. But if I had to pick a snack to have forever on the desert island, I would go with chips and salsa. Olay. Oh, yeah, Olay. (laughs) Which I just, I think it's just a good comfort food, and it's, you know, it's just, it's it's always there for me. It's reliable. It's stable. I get some veggies in there. Because I'll probably get sick of eating fruit all day. So, yeah, chips and salsa. Um, and for our last, last <coughs> question of it, what kind of drink would you bring onto the desert island? Water is accessible and it's filtered and everything. So, how about you, Patsy? What would you drink on the island besides water? Oh. This was a tough one, too. Um, and I had something, but I'm going to cross it off. Because I don't... It would be too much like Dynamo. Because I was thinking originally <laughs> Diet Dr. Pepper. But uh, I'm going to go with... Um, <clears throat> uh, S'mores iced coffee from Dunkin's. Uh, regular with uh, half the ice. <laughs> That's what I'm going to go with. All right. Ashes, I feel like I already know the drink that you would bring, but what would you bring onto the I desert? I think everyone knows what drink I would bring <laughs> onto the desert island. Uh, wine. Anybody shocked? Anybody? No. 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 Okay. No. Yeah. For me, I was thinking of bringing cranberry juice because I love cranberry juice, but I would go with peach, peach iced tea. I love a good iced tea. And it's refreshing, and it's somewhat healthy, so why not? See, I figure if I bring wine, I can get drunk on the desert island, and then I can kind of, like, make up my own friends in my head, so I can, you know, just be drunk by myself if you on had, the island. If you had yams, you could make yam schnapps, like Bender. I can I can find my own little volleyball. <coughs> <laughs> name him Wilson. My name is Voight, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's head to a break, and we've got a great episode ahead, so stay tuned.
Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. And you are listening to Throwdown Thursday on the Grand Guineal Network. And we're back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't be I hope you back. choke. I'm not joking. This is serious. Oh, for fuck's sake, really? <laughs> Keep it down or the warden's going to take away your phone privileges. So anyways, on today's episode, we are recasting the show Gilligan's Island using ourselves as Gilligan and our choice of characters as to who we would want to be stranded on a desert island with. So I think the coolest thing to do would be to uh, go around the table. Like we'll start with like the skipper and who you casted for that role. You mean Jonas Grumby? Who? That was the skipper's name. The skipper's name. Jonas Grumby. I didn't realize he had a name. I just Everybody thought he was the skipper. Names. Everybody has names. Jonas Grumby. Jonas like, the skipper Grumby. Like the little green guy with the <laughs> yeah. horse friend Pokey Grumby? A combination between him and Grumpy. Like they had a kid and it was the skipper of the SS Minnow. Gumby and Grumpy had a kid, and it was Jonas Grumpy. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You all right? I dropped my chip. Sorry. <laughs> You're not on the desert island. Wait, are you? We okay. don't talk about where I am right now. <laughs> Nerd Catraz. Yeah. Okay, so let's go around the room. We're going to start with the skipper, Patsy. Who did you cast for the uh, skipper and why? I cast Quint from... Uh, from Jaws. Now, here's the thing. We had a discussion about this at work earlier. <laughs> and we were trying to decide, because the, the toughest thing, everybody on the island has a specific characteristic or skill set. And if you listen to the theme song, it tells you, you know, there's, there's Gilligan, the skipper too, a millionaire and his wife, the professor and a um, oh, movie star, the professor and Marianne. Like, that's her defining characteristic, her name. Everybody else has something about them that makes them unique. And then there's Marianne. So we had a tough time trying to figure out what the rules were exactly. Now, because I was thinking of having, uh, I was going to take ashes with me on my island. I don't want to be on an island with you. That's fucking bullshit. Nicole said, no, that's not fair. So I just want to point out that I had to pick my list based on uh, uh, Nicole's insistence of infidelity uh, towards my wife. This was her idea. She said, I could not be faithful to my wife. So I want to put oh it on the record God. that I wanted to be, but Nicole is forcing me No to. one said you had to have sex on the mm-hmm. island. Yeah, yeah not either. So, so I'm, I'm glad that's, that's immediately where your head goes. Listen, I'm going to be going <laughs> for Infidelity. No, I said okay, I was going to bring I never, my wife. He, okay, and he she said, was, no, that's not oh, fair. 
You're an asshole. That's I never exactly said what happened. You, you like were like we were talking, and then you're like, oh, maybe I should put ashes on. And I was like, okay, no, but that's not like the point of this. No, list. you said you, no. You that's it, not fair. You blow it out of fucking proportion, and and I said. I know Ashes won't put you on the damn island with her, and I was right. Oh, I'm smart. I don't want to be on a desert island with him. Your loss. Is it, though? Is yeah. it? Is it really? <laughs> I'd be all like, listen, I'm the survivalist. Listen to me. Now, you know, this, you will never starve on a desert island because of all the sandwiches there. Also, remember the rhyme, water, water everywhere, so let's all take a drink. So, you're perfectly all set with me on an island. We could have monkey butlers. So why did you choose Quint? Well, I chose Quint. Uh, part of part of the reason why I chose Quint is because you know we have to pick characters that are proxies for everybody on the island. So <clears throat> you know, there's the professor, there's the there's the skipper, there's you as Gilligan, and then there's. You know, you ginger and you're Marianne. Now, uh, you know, the way I did it was I, I just picked a proxy for everyone. Now, there is, uh, you know, you have my couple, you know, the millionaire. And we're not, okay, we're, no, 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 we're, no, we're no, just I'm talking about there. Skipper right now. I'm we're not there yet. I'm explaining. They're a couple. It's a millionaire and his wife, so they're a couple. So they're paired off. And you can explain that when we get to it. But this is part of the reason why I chose Quint. Oh my god! Part of the reason why I chose Quint is he's this rude, obnoxious, alcoholic, total jerk that makes me look better by comparison. And these the 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 the, the proxies I have for Ginger and Marianne, I'm going to look way better by comparison than Quint. No, you're not. Especially on a desert island. No, you're not. Oh, I so am. No, you're not. Quint is going to be aggressive and abusive, and all he's going to want to do is make yam schnapps because he's going to be going through alcohol withdrawal. And that's part of the reason why we crashed in the first place is because he was on, like, this revenge mission to try and kill the white whale shark guy. Um... Before we talk about my skipper, I just want to say, what if Ginger and Marianne just like each other and, you know, you're out of luck? Look, they'll know that we'll need to repopulate the island. Oh, God. But the island was never populated to begin with. It is now. (laughs) Oh, my God. It is now. This was supposed to be fun, and then you're really taking it to, like, the next notch. I have a mind for science. and You just suck the fun out of everything you <laughs> fun sucker so who's next who's next Janet? Nicole, Nicole who do you have for the skipper for the skipper I have special agent Leroy Jethro Gibbs from the NCIS television show oh I yeah I, it, I was like I was thinking I had a lot of I had a lot of people on my list I had like Dennis, um, not Dennis Hopper, Hopper from Stranger Things, because I just like him. But I thought Gibbs would be such a really good fit as a skipper, because obviously he runs his own team. He is a handyman. He built his own boat in his basement. So he knows how to, um, you know, unfortunately. He's, he's good with his hands. He's good with his hands. Hey, he's a nice silver looking silver fox. I, hey. I want to. Hey, I wouldn't kick him out of bed if you put sand in there. Like, hey, it's okay. <laughs> Why would you put sand in your bed? 
<laughs> well, we're gonna be on a desert island. Like he might forget to like clean off his feet. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> and he's a he's a trained sniper. So if we're gonna get freaking like attacked, do you, do you like I I know rifles? I got this guy. Do what? Have, do you have a sniper rifle? He. You know what? I can have whatever I want on my island. So yeah, he has a sniper rifle. He can use tools. He can make tools, and he's a freaking smart guy. No, he's a he can skipper. build a gun out of coconuts. Shut up, coconut Mister. I'm gonna repopulate the freaking desert. I mean, deserted island with babies. Like, come on. But anyways, I I went with Gibbs because there's just so many great qualities about him, and you know. You would have a really great conversation, too, with him. So, Ashes, what about you? Who would be your skipper? So, the <coughs> character of the, the skipper is kind of like a father figure to Gilligan. And seeing as I'm Gilligan, or as I like to call her, Jillian, uh, I chose a character who could be kind of like a mother figure towards my character. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is RuPaul. Uh, RuPaul is known as Mama Ru to all of the other drag queens. And I myself am very much like a drag queen. And, you know, RuPaul and I can just, you know, uh, make the island fabulous. You know, Shantae, you stay on this <laughs> island. Don't you sashay away. Uh, so, yeah, I chose I chose RuPaul. Mama Ru. I like that. <laughs> I actually, when we were talking about this, I knew, I said to you earlier, I'm like, do you have RuPaul on your list? <laughs> so I'm glad I, I, I feel, I feel happy that I know so much about you, even though I don't live with you. Oh, no, she better don't crash that boat. <laughs> Okay, so moving on, the next character up for recasting is the Professor. Patrick, who did you choose? So, Professor Ray Hinckley, uh, I would choose, and again, I did this to make myself look better by comparison, Uh, I chose Professor John Frank from The Simpsons. Okay. John Nerdlebaum Frank. Just to make yourself look any other specific reasons, or just to make yourself look more attractive to the other ladies on the island who will want nothing to do with you? That's part of it. You don't know which ladies I chose. Uh, So, part of the reason is he is uh, very good with technology. And uh, so he might be able to set up, like, you know, deserted island Wi Fi, and we can have some, like,. How how the hell? He's a scientist. He'll figure it out. He's going to put Wi-Fi on the island. He's a deserted island. All he needs is some thumbtacks, a rubber band, a seagull, two coconuts, a chainsaw, and the uh, that guy's leg. Oh my god! I oh Patrick, I just question you on a daily basis sometimes. You really need the leg. <laughs> Whose leg? Whose that, leg? That guy Would over you... there. Oh, good fucking grief. Okay, Agent Nicole, what about you? Alright, this one was really hard because there was way too many like people I had in mind. Um, for a while, I was thinking Spock would be a really good choice, but I actually went with Doctor Strange. Oh, that- 
Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, <not> shocker. <laughs> I know, shocker. But, Benedict you know, Cumberbatch I- is going to be on Nicole's <laughs> Island. <laughs> I know I'm so I'm so unpredictable. Um, no, it'd be nice to have like a like a doctor. Like if someone's hurt or someone's sick, he's right there, so you can be cured. Oh, with all this access to all this medication. Yes, and every day, you know, Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really feeling well, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> I need a physical exam right now. Um, <laughs> no, I. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, anyway, Agent Nicole has wow. a fever. <laughs> the only prescription. <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right. I was gonna say more, but I'll just stop because this is just gonna get really dirty really quickly. So, Ashes, who would be your professor? Uh, so I kind of threw around a couple of characters and ultimately I settled, not really settled, but uh, decided on Princess Bubblegum from Adventure Time because she's a scientist and she invents things and she also has pink hair. So, you know, we can rummage the island trying to find different like berries and stuff to you know keep our hair pink because unfortunately this is not natural um so yeah princess bubblegum it's fun stuff so uh next we're going to move to our casting decisions of mr and mrs howell thurston howell the third and his wife lovey howell okay well <clears throat> whatever well, I didn't go with millionaires. I went with billionaires. I went with uh, some people that would be nice. I, I didn't want selfish rich people. I wanted rich people that I knew would want to be a part of the community and, and share. Like if they found like a, a fresh source of water or a fresh source of food, that they would be you know willing to, to share that with the group. They wouldn't keep it all to themselves. Or if there was uh, you know some sort of... <clears throat> You know, maybe there was another shipwreck and they found some medication or they had some penicillin or something. They'd want to share it with the group and they'd chip in to help out with the community. Uh, so I went with Thomas and Martha Wayne. Aren't they dead? Yeah, I was just going to make that joke. <laughs> Not in this timeline. Did you just say Martha? <laughs> so there's no Batman then in your timeline. Yeah. Right. Well, there is. It's wow. Thomas Wayne. It's Thomas Wayne as Batman, and Martha is the Joker because it's the Flashpoint uh, timeline. But they reconciled, and she's not crazy anymore because she learned <laughs> that there's an alternate timeline oh where she survived, so she's good. So they went on a cruise to celebrate, and we ended up on the island together. So I have the best possible oh, iteration of Thomas Wayne. You, you put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, I take the show seriously, unlike some people, apparently. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you're prepared for the show. Ooh. You, yeah, you, you sounded a little Yoda-ish <laughs> there. Oh. <laughs> 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 well, I heard a lot. Oh, what about you, Nicole? All right, because I got criticized a few times for picking my, like, 
couple that be there because oh my god they're not rich enough and blah 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 they and they're not millionaires people. and blah 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 because I picked Thomas and Martha Wayne blah 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 um, so I went with Claire and Phil Dumpy from Modern Family um, I would love somebody like, like they're such a funny couple and I feel like they would bring they would be useful on the on the island compared to instead of like what the howls were on the sh- on the show these two would really do something and help out and just you know they would bring more to to the island and Phil Dumpy is just fucking hilarious and I would just ha- I would be laughing my brains out just listening to him and his rants and his antics so so you think I would have he's the funny but not me even though we have the exact same sense of humor not really oh we so do he does dad jokes no. nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah, but see, his his dad, his dad jokes, jokes are written by a team of writers. I'm a writer, and I write my own. Okay, so his dad yeah, jokes are written have, by a team of good writers. Joking on my own rage. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for trying to be so funny. So, Ashes, what about you? Who would be who would you bring on the island with the howls who would be your howls so i um i kind of went with a theme a little bit for well not really a theme but uh my whole like thought process behind putting together my island crew was if i'm going to be stuck on a desert island with some people for like an unforeseen amount of time I want to have some fun. So for my couple, yeah. I chose Bob and Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. All right. Because Linda Belcher <laughs> is my spirit animal anyways. And oh my God, if Linda Belcher was a real person, like it, she and I would just, we, we would just be best friends. Like we would be best friends and we would drink wine together because <laughs> we don't get drunk. We just have fun. Um, so yeah, that's who I chose. Bob and Linda. I like Right. I love that. Well, I already determined a way that they would. Uh... Yeah. So Patrick. Okay. Yeah. So technically, they're not. They're not rich. Oh they're not God. millionaires. But Patrick went through this whole ordeal as to like how they got rich. Yep. The whole backstory. See, they were. Uh, they burned down the restaurant, and uh, they burned it down while Mister Fishoder was inside because he owned it. But they also changed his will. To leave that to have them be the sole heirs. Well, technically, their daughter Louise, until she was twenty-five. But they control all the money, so you know they dole it out here and there. But they also spend a lot of it on themselves. I thought they killed Mort too. Well, that's just a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. They chalked it up to a cremator accident. That's what caused the fire, and it just spread from Mort's crematorium into uh, the uh, burger establishment. That's what happened. Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) So who (laughs) did you, Patsy, choose for your ginger? For Ginger Grant, because this had to be... See, there was some confusion over this. (laughs) Now, my my, uh, theory... On this was, you are Gilligan, and in Gilligan's world, uh, Ginger Grant is an actress. So my thing was, you had to pick 
and real actors from our world. So, I went with uh, Ruby Rose. Oh, you changed it from earlier. Yeah, it was wow, going to be Helen yeah. Mirren, but I decided I want someone who is a little more spry if we're <laughs> going to be stuck on a desert island. So to be able to, like, you know, climb trees and, and get coconuts and, and, you know, you know, not be dead. Okay. So I went, All with, right. I went with Ruby Rose. <clears throat> <coughs> okay, Nicole, who did you choose for your ginger? Okay, so when we were did talking Did you choose about a ginger this, Brit man? <laughs> yes, I did. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, well, obviously ginger. I was like, hmm, I could make this. I could go two ways with this. Obviously, I could do someone who's really famous, like ginger is on the show, ginger grant. Or ginger I could be, ale. pick someone who's a ginger, like a redhead. But I did like a double bonus. I got a ginger Brit man. And I got Eddie Redmayne because I just love Eddie Redmayne and he's adorable and I could just snuggle with him anytime I want because he's just so cute. So cute. <laughs> Frankly, I'm su- surprised that Nicole didn't pick all of Benedict Cumberbatch's roles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like surround the island with them. So she's going to have <laughs> Doctor Strange and <laughs> yeah. Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I literally told her, I said, listen, you can make this a buffet. <laughs> I'm, like, just, I'm like you can make a Benedict buffet. Just have your and then I was like, just have your have you know you have your married couple <laughs> off to the side and then just have it you know uh, and all you can grow buffet. <laughs> and I was like, that's just too much Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, like that's a, such a really bad statement right there. But I was like. I, ju- I need variety. I can't just have the same guys. Is that what landed different. you in jail? Yes, it did, because... <laughs> the, the need for I'm variety? Just, I, <laughs> I need the... Yeah. I can't have the same one all the time. It's going to be... I got to change it up. How about you, Ashes? Who's your ginger? Well, I, I too, chose an actual <laughs> ginger... Uh, I went with Tom Hiddleston. Dude, if I have to be on a desert island, I need me some man candy. Mandy. Another gingerbread man. Yes. So yeah, Tom Hiddleston. And I'm just going to end that conversation right there. Because we can go blue quick. (laughs) So last. Blue is lazy. Nice ass in real life. So, uh, last but certainly not least, Patsy, who did you cast for your Marianne? Well, because Marianne doesn't have a specifically defined set of skills, I wanted to find a character who also did not have a specifically defined set of skills. But also, uh, you know, again... You know, if my competition is Quint and, and John Frank, you know, I'm not really worried about that. So, my uh, my Marianne Summers is uh, Ray Skynobi or Kano Walker. Uh, <laughs> she yeah. Skynobi or Kano Walker? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure which she is, but yeah. So I, I went with with Ray. <coughs> Because her skill set hasn't been specifically defined at this point. And, you know, 
you know, she would, she, she's the Marianne. I mean, Marianne did a bunch of different things on the island, but she didn't fall into any one specific category, like we said. You know, she was just Marianne, and Ray is just Ray. She doesn't fall into any specific category. You know, is she a pilot? Is she a Jedi? Is she a, a Skywalker? You know, what is she? You know, so she doesn't have any specific, uh, clearly defined skill set. Where the professor is a professor, he's a scientist. You know, Ginger Grant is an actress. You know, the Howells, they're millionaires. Gilligan and the Skipper, they're 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 seamen. And <coughs> you, you know, you have a, a specific role set aside for everybody. And then there's Marianne. So I went with with Ray Skynobi. Okay, Agent Nicole. I went with my Marianne is Hermione Granger from the Harry Potter series. I wanted somebody that you know I could talk to and I can learn like um, spells and all sorts of stuff. And it'd be fun to have someone who's like my age and just have fun. So I think she would be a good fit and. I didn't want somebody who just didn't do shit. I wanted somebody who's also going to contribute on this desert island. So I went with her. How about you? So, again, kind of uh, <coughs> lending to the characteristics of Marianne and the fact that this particular character doesn't have like a set of like a designated set of skills. He just kind of does a bunch of stuff like he's a zookeeper and he's part of a band and he has a lot to do with fashion. Dynamo Mars. Yeah, yeah, it's a Dynamo Mars <laughs> on my desert island. Um, when I think no. fashion, I think Dynamo Mars. Yeah, I wear jorts and bowling shoes. His style is called hobosexual. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, uh, the character I chose is Vince Noir from The Mighty Boosh. We can, you know, like, crimp together about soup and bouncy houses and... Various... Uh, being on an island and... list of the hundred most dangerous animals in Wales. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's our list. I love, him. I love Mighty Boosh, and I love Vince <clears throat> Duar, and I love Noel Fielding. So, Nicole, did you see the new I'm, show, that, the movie that's on uh, on uh, Netflix starring Julian Barrett? No. Yeah, there's a new movie where he played a, he used to be a TV cop that had a bionic eye. Uh-huh. It looks really interesting. What's the name of the show? Uh, something... Guy that Clearly it was stuff. memorable. No, I keep forgetting. Like, yeah. It's on my list, and it's like, unlike my suggested... Um, Hold on. Who's it? It's, um... <clears throat> I think it's called, uh... Is it called, like, Mastodon or something like that? No, it's like the guy who does the things. Oh, oh, Mine that guy. Horn. Minehorn. Minehorn, yeah, there you go. Minehorn. It's kind of like Mastodon. Not right. Mm, no. A Mastodon like- is a fuzzy elephant. Half full 
So on that note, that is our list. What is on your list? Let us know. Hit us up on the Facebook page. You know, who would you recast uh, as Gilligan's Island? Who would you want on your desert island? Let us know. And uh, right now we're going to take a super quick break. But when we come back, we are going to do some voicemails. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and Trick or Treat Radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. It's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. Okay. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey short. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. Arrivederci, douchebag. And we're back Because nobody else is paying attention I guess Well I didn't know it, or, <laughs> I don't know what's going on What's up um, Well we do have one feedbacks from uh, our our dedicated listener group, uh, and that is a, a nice nice uh, voicemail from Mister First Time Mike, and uh, he tells us the things that he has learned from Throwdown Thursday. Hello, this is First Time Mike, and I have an essay, What I Learned from Throwdown Thursday, by First Time Mike, age 44 and a half. I have learned many <laughs> things from listening to 50 episodes of Throwdown Thursday. Congratulations, by the way. I learned that Agent Nicole, as she started out a little nervous, but she's grown into a really great podcaster and really good at, good at telling Patsy to be quiet. <laughs> I learned that Patsy the Angry Nerd is supremely confident in his own abilities. <laughs> I also learned that Ashes Von Nightmare has knows the actual extent of Patsy's abilities and tells him pretty much on a regular basis. I learned that Johnny Wolfenstein has a velvet voice and truly is, as Nadine Nicole calls him, bootylicious. I learned that this is episode 50, asshole. I learned that Patsy's first name is actually Shut Up. Who knew? I learned that Ashes Von Nightmare will in the future be my official wine consultant, and I will put her on retainer for that purpose. I'm yours. I learned that Agent Nicole is really funny when she's tipsy. Sorry, but I would go party with you in a heartbeat, Agent Nicole. 
I learned that Benedict Cumberbatch's name can be said in a thousand different ways. It is vast. It contains multitudes. True. I learned that if I ever need a theme song, I'm going to ask Jeremy McFarlane to compose one for me. Good guy to do it. I learned that Rocky and his band, No Man, are really awesome. And you should check them out on Bandcamp. (coughs) I did not get paid for that ad, Rocky. Those music just sounds really cool. Fact. I learned that Ashes has awesome recipes. Thank you, darling, for helping me during the holidays. Oh, you're so welcome. I learned that you guys should really give Johnny some food. Come on, he sounds like he's wasting away. I mean, (laughs) there's a lot of vegetarian dish you can make very quick and bring for him. That's all I'm saying. I found some leaves. I learned that uh, talking about characters that not all of them I was interested in, but I learned a lot. You guys got me to see several movies, including John Wick, which I put aside as one that hey that looks kind of silly but turned out to be an incredible movie and even if it wasn't a character i'm interested in your show is great thank you i learned that uh that talking about uh fictional characters makes me like your guys characters even more over the the past year you know, I've learned so much about you guys and how you are and how you bicker, and it's it's fun. It's, it does feel like a family, and I'm you know every day I put on my headphones, I'm part at work when I should be working. I feel like I'm part of it. You are. I learned that uh, Patrick Rahal can at the same time be in the motherfucking house and a motherfucking mouse. It's like Schrodinger's Patsy. <laughs> And I also learned that it's uh, your 50th episode. I wish you many more. You guys are great. This is always part of like my Thursday or Friday listening. And I wish you guys many more. And you know that you got First Time Mike in your corner all the time. So this is First Time Mike from Wisconsin, America's Dairyland. Wishing you a great Throwdown Thursday. And have a good day. Bye. P.S. I gotta be on this one because the teacher said I used this gag before, but I said, hey, if my friend Michael Ravenshadow can beat a a dead horse into the ground with a joke, I think I can do it too. And then she asked me who Michael Ravenshadow is, and it just went bad from there. So I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. (laughs) Well, thank you first time, Mike. <clears throat> yes, thank you so much. Thank you you are most definitely part of our family too. So thank you so much for those kind words. And it, and you've definitely and chosen always, our our episode title. Go ahead, Nicole. Uh, I was just making sure I wasn't going to get cut <laughs> off again. Um, uh, no, seriously, thank you. First time, Mike. That was really sweet. And I don't get tipsy very often. I don't drink that much. But hey. Want to have fun? Come see me. I'll make you laugh. So that's right. That was a very nice first time, Mike. <clears throat> you know, I didn't know we were going to get to fifty episodes, and you know, I didn't know how this show was going to be received. And Patsy didn't know if he was going to live long enough to make fifty episodes, <clears throat> but here he is. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this one though. <laughs> oh, not doing too great. <laughs> But I'm, I'm here. I'm doing it for my my literally tens of fans all over the world. You know, we have uh, our, our listeners in Tokyo. We have our listeners in Morocco, Colombia, 
uh, Canada, the UK, uh, <clears throat> Australia, Germany, Ireland, Iceland. Uh, so for everybody who's listening all over the world, not just in our own backyard, you know, and across the United States, you know, we really appreciate you. And we hope that, uh, you know, <clears throat> I know I don't sound so great right now, but, you know, I really hope that, you know, we're we're giving you, you know, an hour to an hour and a half of entertainment and, you you know, you enjoy our show. And we, we definitely invite you to, <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, Give us some feedback and, you know, let us know what you think. And if you have suggestions for characters, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you know, we've got our, our year anniversary coming up shortly. And, uh, you know, we don't have any ideas yet. So if uh, you guys have some ideas, that would be awesome. Well, we have, we have some <laughs> ideas. You know, we're going to have a party. Big old one-year anniversary party in a I couple keep, of episodes. So uh, stay tuned, I keep saying we kids. should do it live. I keep saying we should do it live. And I keep saying I don't want to break the cameras. Fuck it. We'll so. do it live. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so yeah, in a couple of episodes, we're going to have our one year anniversary episode. <clears throat> so that's going to be a lot of fun. But yeah, this is episode 50, which is just crazy. Uh, it's been awesome. It's been fun. You know, I'm sure we'll do a lot more reflective, reflecting, ref- reflecting, Ref- reflecting, refracting, reflecting <laughs> <laughs> our one year show. But that was uh, that was a very nice voicemail. So thank you so much. First time, Mike, you are so sweet. And uh, thank you so much for listening and everybody for listening. <clears throat> you know, it's it's really cool to put this out there, but it's even cooler that people listen, listen yeah. and like actually want to hear what we have to say and stuff. It's so weird. Especially you know? for me. Usually people just tune me out <laughs> and here people are going out of their way to specifically listen to me. You like me. You <clears throat> really like me. So I was think, a really uh, horrible Sally Fields. Um, I'd like to introduce this week's <laughs> battle, but first, we guys have to do your 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 thing. Can We're gonna we have to count it out. Can, can we sync? Yeah, can, can we do this? Because I mean, you're you're in Nicole's jail, so I mean, can yeah. We, sorry, can we I like I'm like yeah. Hi, sorry, my mic is or no, my headphones is like hey, fuck you. Yeah, we can count it out. Are we gonna do one, two, three? I was just gonna ask. Are we gonna do one, two, three, or three, two, one? Oh, uh, let's three, do three, two, one, one two. Wait, okay. wait, wait, what are you doing? Three, one, two. No, we, we can't. You're not involved in this. This is perfect. <clears throat> are you trying to make it difficult? No, it just is. <laughs> okay, three, two, one. Okay, okay ready? Three. Three. Two. two one. One. <laughs> this is a motherfucking third. Brilliantly choreographed, as always. <laughs> So, <clears throat> sorry, it's like the mic is like, hey, not the mic, the headphones is like stalling. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to do this like really slowly. You must have been drinking me. if you don't know By the me. difference between the headphones and the mic. Maybe take the mic out of your ear and the headphones out of your mouth. That might help. So, <clears throat> based on our desert You might not make it thing, to 51. What so are you going to do? You're in up. jail. You're in jail. You can't do anything. Um, so, in in the in the spirit of the uh, desert island theme this week, uh, 
we have a fatal four-way. <clears throat> it is Robinson Crusoe versus Gilligan versus Jack Shepard from Lost versus who is the last guy we picked? Nicole, you have the notes. Uh, Tom, oh, Tom Hanks from Oh, Castaway. Tom Hanks from Castaway. That's right. So... <clears throat> The object is to see who's going to live the longest on the island or who would you rather be on the island with. Uh, so Gilligan, Tom Hanks, Jack Shepard. Um, not Tom Hanks, the actor, but Tom Hanks' character. I forget his name. Like, Not not the volleyball guy, right? Like not the beach ball, the, the actor? Floyd Hamilton. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Uh so, so the the question is, who would you want to be your desert island survival guide? Yeah. Okay. So, Gilligan, I forget his name, from Castaway, not the volleyball, the other dude, the one that has Oscars. Uh, Jack oh my Shepard God, hold on. Last, and uh, uh, Robinson Crusoe from the book Robinson Crusoe. He's the eponymous character. And, uh, His name is Chuck. Chuck Nolan. No man. No man. No man. Is it Rocky? Chuck. No. Chuck Nolan is his name in the Castaway. Christopher Nolan's brother. I don't know. <laughs> so, <clears throat> before we head off, uh, we have some we have some business to attend to. Uh, I do have a very fast science fact this week because, as you can tell, my voice is rapidly uh, fleeing from my vocal cords. And, uh, Ashes Eye, do you have stuff about wine to say? I, I always have stuff to say about wine. And, Nicole, do you have some sort of files that you would like to file? I'm doing them as we speak. Ah. Oh. So I think I'll 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 go first. So Nicole has some more time to procrastinate. So Wolfie, my music, please. From the blackness of space, timeless from the void, you terrified to learn of Patsy's science facts. <laughs> So I know the last couple of weeks uh, I've been doing uh, facts about sharks. And so this week I've decided to not do a fact about sharks, but instead uh, about people. So it turns out that a single blood cell, it takes 60 seconds for a blood cell to make an entire circuit of your uh, system. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Is it seconds? I, I have, to, I have to, to just double check my fact here because I think I'm losing my mind. I was looking at my science facts earlier and I, now I lost it. <clears throat> Hell of a science fact. Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am really off my game as far as... Uh, Remembering stuff and doing things today. It's because of all the... Uh, drugs. The drugs, yeah. The drugs. You gotta have drugs. 
Um, yeah, I had, I had a few things written down, and that was one of the ones that I wanted to go with. Yeah, 60 seconds. An individual blood cell takes about 60 seconds to make a complete circuit of the body. So, you know, that's a... <coughs> when you think about how big your circulatory system... Like, if you were to take all the veins and arteries and capillaries out of a person's body and lay them end-to-end, that person would die. So that's my science fact. The uh, A single blood cell takes 60 seconds to make a complete circuit around the body. So, uh, Ashes, I'll uh, hand it off to you for your stuff. to be talking about an Italian wine. I love wines from Italy. One of my life goals is to make it to Italy and just kind of drink my way across the country. Wine, obviously. Uh, so today we're going to talk about Caposaldo. It is a classic sweet sparkling red Malvasia blend, perfect for serving chilled before, during, or after dinner. It is 55% Malvasia Nera grapes and 45% Merlot. It is soft and elegant with lively bubbles. This sweet sparkling wine has intense floral aromas and flavors with hints of tulips as well as red berries and a touch of spice. So I know it kind of sounds weird when it's like, you know, a wine is florally because, you know, why would you want that, right? Well, if you're a tea drinker, you know the importance of flowers, like florals, like hibiscus and tulips and um, jasmine and stuff, uh, how flavorful they can be and how those flavors can lend to other flavors. So it actually kind of helps keep the wine, uh, give the wine a nice light flavor without adding like too much of like a bitterness to it. So this wine is absolutely delicious. It's called Caposaldo. It is a sparkling sweet red. You can find it typically packed away with the sparkling wines and champagnes and Proseccos. So Caposaldo, look it up. It's delicious. Yum. It was really good. I drank the whole bottle myself. Yeah, that's usually not gonna lie. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, it was delicious. Bond. James Bond. So for for today's Agent Nicole Files, I'm going to talk about a recent podcast that I started listening to. If anyone knows me, they know that I love true crime podcasts, anything true crime related. It's just anything with murders related, like sorted scale kind of things or just bizarre stuff. 
it's up my alley. So there's a podcast that came out in January 2016, 2016 um, called My Favorite Murder with Karen Kilgraff and George, Georgina Hardstark. Mm-hmm. And it's just two girls, it's two comedians, and they talk about murder, favorite murders that they like, um, a murder that happened in their hometown. And they just kind of break it down for you, like why it's so interesting, what what they find really interesting about it, the media coverage. And as they so far have had 71 episodes and it's a good half hour to an hour show. And it's, it's kind of nice to hear a female's perspective on murders and um, true crime related stuff. I know there's a few listeners out there that really are into it, especially if you're a fan of sword and scale or another podcast that I've been listening to um, up in banish where um, Payne Lindsay, the host of that show, took a 10-year-old case, and actually, recently, they had arrested somebody associated with that case. So, it's just, it's really a nice... Oh, I mean, it's not really nice, because murder is not very nice, but true crime stories and, like, hearing their, hearing their perspective is really cool, and... It, for me, it's just, it's nice to hear different stories. I mean, it's it's never nice. Murder's not nice. Like, don't kill people. Um, but if you're just fascinated the in the know. true crimes and the idea of... Yeah, the more that you know, you know, you're better off. And um, it's just, it's really fun. So definitely take a listen. And to, out, to all our listeners out there, if you have podcasts, like, I'm always looking for something to listen to. And, uh, you know, some of my podcasts are kind of on hiatus right now, except for one that just came back. My dad wrote a porno, just came back, so I'm excited. Every Monday is porno day. Um, Wait a minute, you might want to clarify to people that that's a podcast <laughs> you listen to, because like you really, you that. you went, you said that really, really fast. You're like, every Monday is porno day. <laughs> It's coming from somebody who says, well, I don't really know much about the bondage groups. Okay, go fuck yourself, please. I, like, made a mistake saying that, so go fuck yourself, A. You might not make it to episode Wait, 51 if you keep this shit you up. You made a mistake saying that, so you're saying you do know a lot about the bondage groups? <laughs> Alright, I'm hanging up. I'm done. <laughs> Thursday porno day? Radio silence. Radio silence. Did she really <laughs> hang up? Agent no, Nicole. I didn't hang oh, up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you. <laughs> We're almost at the end. I'm fucking pissed, but now I'm not hanging up. <laughs> All I was saying is you spoke really quickly, like you were trying to get through the segment really fast, and like a lot of your sentences blurred together, so you're like, I have a lot of stuff to listen to, my dad wrote a porno, so every Monday is Porno Monday, so I was like, you might just want to clarify that your dad did not actually write a porno, but that is one of the podcasts you listen to, and people should know that, because you've mentioned it on the show in your Agent Nicole Files before. So if they've never heard it before. Well, she did start by saying, I'm going to talk about a podcast I listen to. Right, but she talked about the murder podcast. 
Right. And then she, she went on to say that, you know, another podcast yeah. that she's mentioned. Nicole, she's I like, wasn't confused. I was either. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't but anyways. People might be. So, hey, we survived 50 episodes. Let's see if we survive another 50 more. Let's try one at a time. Every every second at a time. Yeah. Yep. I'll put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking across the floor. Are you singing Christmas tunes? <laughs> no, I'm singing How to Walk Across the Floor. But that's that's like the song that the... Dude sings with the penguin in the in like the like winter guy. Stop pretending like it's that's not one of your favorite movies of all time, and that's you have not. all the Funkos. That's not that's not the year without a Santa Claus. That's that Santa Claus that is almost coming. Wasn't and then was that Santa? You're talking about Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, with the winter warlock and the, the yes, and the, the little heat, penguin dude, the heat man. No, that is no the heat miser, snow miser. That's the year without a Santa Claus. Penguins. Uh, I think it's time to wrap this episode up. So um, <coughs> Patsy may not survive another fifty episodes, but hopefully we will. We will. So, so uh, until next week, kids. We, we will, will see, see you, you next, next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Bye, Nicole.